I wanna talk about these, these 10 ways that I've personally used to actually brand myself. Right, and, I've, and I've heard what, what, what you've all said, and, and this is how I really grew to 5 million followers plus. I've got more than that now. Um, but I, I just think if you do these things consistently, like, like then you'll grow, and you can grow on pretty much all the platforms. So listen up. Number one, the first way I use out of the 10 to grow my brand is I put a lot of video content out there. So if you go to Google, you type in John Lee, or you go to um, YouTube, type in John Lee, I'm actually, I'm listed on the first page, right? And so... That, I mean, do you know how many John Lees there are in the world? There's like, you know, I think last search, there was like 1.8 billion search results for, you know, John Lee, which, which, which I thought was, was, was quite interesting because it was quite, it was, it, 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 I don't know, it's, it's almost like it's a really sort of common name. And so for, for me, I'm always thinking about how can I, how, how can I do things that are really going to sort of help me to, you know, really stand out? And so for me, it's, it's always putting out these video content. So if you look at all the videos I've put out on, you know, uh, IGTV, right? But I actually started on, 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 on YouTube. So if, I, if I'm putting videos out every single, you know, day, every single week, every single month, I'm really creating that brand because what people do, you know, every time I walk out on the streets, you know, I'm in London or I'm, on, I'm flying in an airport, I'll always get someone who recognizes me. But the, sometimes, the, the, most of the time, I would say, I would say about 60, 60% of the time, they, they, they don't know my name. But they, they, they say, oh, I've seen you somewhere before. Or I've seen you on Facebook or, or, or YouTube, right? Or, or Facebook, or I saw you show up on one of my reels. And, and so I just think that whenever we are on video, our face becomes recognizable and that starts creating a brand. So when people start recognizing your face, you're like, oh, I get that. So that's how I started. And then as, I, as, as my people start recognizing my face, I started getting a lot of like, like PR. So what does PR stand for? Like public relations, but actually it stands for perception equals reality. So for example, I've been featured in Forbes twice, but I didn't pay to get in. A lot of people are paying to get into these articles. I had an article with Warren Buffett my publicist got me in. And so I tell people, I say, look, if you've never heard of me before, go to Google, type in John Lee Forbes. And you see my Forbes article, right? Not a mention, but it's a full article, right? Or feature. Um, and then I had, um, if you'd go to Google, type in John Lee and Warren Buffett, you'll see that feature that comes up. And so I, 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 like a lot of these different um, things that we do when it comes to PR, and then again, you know, Camilla is probably one of the best at that. So, you know, she'll definitely share some, some PR strategies with you later. She's been in pretty much every single, you know, TV, press, newspaper, radio, all that kind of stuff. But, but I tell you, like, it lifts your brain. I, I was in Dubai and I was on the, um, uh, the Virgin Radio Show with Chris Fade. And I, I tell you that, I kid you not, I, I met my friend for um, lunch and she said, what are you doing? I said, oh, I just did like, a, you know, I was just promote my book. He said, what's your book? And, and I told him, he said, oh, I'd love to buy a copy. And every single shop we went into was sold out because of that one radio gig that I did. And Chris Fade kindly mentioned, oh, by the way, John Lee and we met on Instagram and blah, blah, blah. And here's the thing, like I gained like thousands of followers just because people went and started searching for me. So you got to start thinking about like, like public relations, like PR is for the positioning of how people perceive you and your brand. So I have a publicly listed company right? So everything's kind of like in the open, right? Everything's like fully transparent. So it's one of my companies, right? And so it's, it's quite hard for, if those of you who've never taken a, a company public before, it's a lot of work, costs millions of dollars to do that. And, and, and you know, my goal, my, my vision is to take that to a billion dollar valuation, whether we get there or not, it's another story. 
but I can tell you that as long as I'm breathing, I will push every single day. And so the key here is to get that message out there as well when, you're, when, you're, when you have PR, right? So that's number two of how I brand myself. The third way on how I've been able to grow millions of followers and be able to create multi-million pound businesses off the back of that is number three is recently, so the new thing I've been doing, the, 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 the new strategy is using Clubhouse. So this is my 188th day in a row about that. Um, I joined on, on the 27th of December. And literally all I do every day is I go on Clubhouse. And, and actually recently I've been doing some, yeah, I've been doing sort of these little um, sort of masterclass sessions. And that's now become a brand. Like, you know, I started doing these versus rooms and everyone starts doing these versus rooms. Now I'm doing these masterclasses. And now, you know, you start to see people doing these mini masterclasses now. So like, like, like you, like when you set the brand, like you've also got to do things differently, do things that like I've, I've started using those different formats and clubhouse is starting to work really well. And what I decided to do is, is like, you've got to have consistency doing this as well. That's why my, myself, I've got, I don't know, I've got, um, you know, 347,000 people. And by the way, don't be afraid to ask people to follow you. Like, why wouldn't you want to do that? Why wouldn't you want to tell people about the up and coming rooms that you've got coming. Why wouldn't you want to tell people about the content you have coming up? And so that's why it's important to keep doing those call to actions, even though to you it sounds like, oh, it's, oh God, John, another call to action. Like, yeah, do it, right? If you want to gain followers, ask for it. Ask for the following. You have so many people say, yeah, I, I never tell people to follow me. Why, why not? Why wouldn't you tell people to follow you? Of course you, like if you want to help people, get people to follow you so you can serve them at a higher level. That's it. So, that's, that's, that's um, uh, number three. Now, number four way of how I grow a brand is I do a lot of interviews. So recently, I say recently, over the last six months, it's got even more than that. So I had to set up a URL called interviewjohnlee.com. So people now say, well, John, I'd love to interview. I'd love to have him on my show. And even like my fellow Mod Squad members who want me on their podcast, like, like I'm getting so many messages come in that I have to have a, a more structured way to take the interviews. And so a little hint that, when you do like a big launch, if something big's come out, tell people that you're going to be coming on a podcast tour. And so then you have much higher chance of being interviewed, right? So for example, when I have a new book coming out or a new program coming out, I say, hey, by the way, I'm, I'm doing a podcast tour. Um, if you would love to interview me, here's your interview, johnlee.com. Go and fill the details in. If we think you're the right fit and you have the right audience, then we'll consider doing the interview. So, um, and, and so that's what I do. So you can do interviews, right? And have other people interview you. But another way you can actually start to grow your brand is to actually create your own podcast. So one thing, so Rob told you something that he regretted, which was, you know, um, him not starting and pulling off and doing his personal brand earlier. One thing I really, really regret is not doing a podcast earlier. I wish, like Rob looks at me for my social media, so I look at Rob and see what, what he's doing even before we became, you know, close friends. I've known him for 15 years. I've been seeing what he's doing on his podcast and, you know, he's getting all these amazing guests. Like, how, how, how's he doing that? Like, how's he getting all these amazing people? And how's he getting millions of downloads on his podcast? You see? So, like for me, I'm always thinking about, like if you have a podcast, what happens, it positions you differently. So now the guests come to you. So yes, you want to be interviewed, but also you want to interview other people as well. So for example, my podcast, my first guest um, was Real Ferdinand, right? My second guest, so Real Ferdinand is the, um, uh, I mean, he, he's a friend of mine. I've, I've been to his house a few times. We've talked about, you know, some of the social media stuff that we're going to be doing and some of the ideas that he has. And he's the captain of England and um, um, 
former Manchester United um, captain as well. And my second guest was Tony Fernandez. You know, he owns Air Asia. It's like, you know, it's, it's a multi-billion dollar company. Um, and then I had my, another guest was Jimmy Choo, right? So when I'm, when I'm interviewing these guests and, you know, Jimmy, when I was in, so Jimmy Choo is a famous shoe designer. When I was in Malaysia, I got a personal phone call from Jimmy Choo himself to go to his house and teach him and his team about a lot of the social media and branding strategies. So I thought to myself, this is Jimmy Choo. Like, what, what can he learn from me? Like, he already knows everything. But here's the thing about successful people, they always wanna learn more, right? They always have an open mind. They never think they know everything, right? Because the moment you know everything, you know nothing. The key to all, all the things that I, I want you to start understanding right now is to make sure that you are every single time you, you, you're constantly putting yourself out there to get interviewed. I think um, this is what you want to do. Okay, number six way to grow your brand, right? So this is what, this is what I do. This is what I've been, everything I'm telling you right now is something, it's things I do myself and it's things that I always love to um, share with people because what I truly believe and something I learned from Tony Robbins 15 years ago was that if you want to get a result, you find somebody who already has the result that you have and you model exactly what they do. That's it. It's not complicated than that. So if you want to get into shape, you're going to find someone who's chiseled. And you say, hey, how many hours do you sleep? How many calories do you eat? What sort of training do you do? What sort of cardio do you do? And you just do exactly what they do. And if you don't get exactly what they get, if you get something similar, right? There's a saying that says, you know, um, you may as well reach for the stars because one thing is for sure you won't come up with a handful of mud. So that's why I think that's important. So number six, way to grow your brand, and this is how I did it, is to run events, right? I tell you, the moment I started running events, everyone started taking me seriously. There would, there would be people that would message that would never reply to me. And then when they found out I, I, was, I was speaking or running an event with like five or 10,000 people, suddenly they were my best friend. So I tell you, when you start running the events, when you become the promoter, everyone, everyone starts coming to you. And I tell you, this is one of my biggest, biggest secrets. So when you start, when you run that event, regardless if it's a successful or not a successful event, the fact that you're running an event means that you're a serious player, means that this person takes their business seriously, means that, and you know what, what the, I'll tell you how, how I figured this out. Do you know, um, when I first started in real estate, many, many years ago, 15 years ago, one of the things that accelerated our business in, in property transactions and deal flow was actually running a property networking event. This is why Rob Moore has got you know, close to a thousand properties under ownership and management. He had one of the biggest property networks in the UK. I was so impressed with that. I was like, wow, I mean, what, what progressively, that's insane. I mean, I think, I think you know, and they literally um, came onto, the, platform, uh, onto the, the circuit, if you will, without anything. And then basically there was another competitor and they basically just took them out. You know, like within, I would say three, three months, that's it, they were, they were gone. And then what Rob was doing was, was cause he had that distribution channel. So when you have events as well, you start to get contacts and then people would say, oh, John, I've got this deal in this area. Do you know anyone who wants it? Or oh, John, have you got anyone, an investor who will be willing to put a hundred grand into this or oh, John? So, I, I, so you start getting economies of scale, right? And the networks happen there. So we've, so we've got to start thinking about 
um, you know, some, some of the events that we can actually put on, right? And then that leads me nicely to number seven. So number seven, you start to build community. So I start doing this in all the things I do, whether it's real estate or software or the speaker circuit or the coaching space or the investor space. And now I'm doing it with the entrepreneur space with JL.club members, with people who are, if they want to start a business, grow a business, social media influencer. I was actually nominated um, for, for influencer of the year in Monaco. I didn't win. But when I got there, do you know how many people I connected to that had literally hundreds of millions of followers? So that became my distribution channel, building that community, right? Which leads me to number eight, right? Eight is having influencers is going to be the people, like when one person says something good about your brand, right? Everyone buys it. That's just how it works. Like if you've got a massive distribution channel right now, and and let's say, for example, um, you know, where we're sort of in a position where we can st- you know, start focusing on how we can actually take that to the next level. I can tell you, there's just so many things that all of you are doing or, or, or may not be doing, right? And, and this is what I just think, you know, um, you, like seriously, influencers. Um, let's say most of you, let's say you've got a million followers, okay? So you've got a million followers in certain places, you are, are sort of in a position where, you know, you, 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 know, you kind of, I, I, I decided to start building up my, um, my, my own influencer space, right? So um, I, I literally just started finding people who could market my stuff, right? And I actually, I actually set up a site. So the site is actually called paidpost.com, right? So paidpost.com. Right and, and paidpost.com. If you go to paidpost.com right now, what will happen is it will basically, um, if you fill your details in, I'll actually pay people to make a post. So you've got to start building your own influencer bank, right? That's one of the big keys. So that's honestly how I grew on social media as well. I had people had million followers, you know, promote me. I had this one who sent this, and then and then I'll get thousands of people follow me. So having influencers on board will also really help you as well. Okay, and then next. Number nine is books. So I've written two books. Rob Moore's written 18 books, right? So if you write a book straight away, you're positioned. Do you know what? Like your book is now your new business card. So if I walk into a meeting now, the first thing I take with me is my book, right? And then I say, oh, by the way, do do you have a restroom? I leave my book with the person. And the the person in the meeting is reading my book. By the time I get back, the deal's already done because the book sells me, you see? The books, especially if, if you have endorsements on there as well. So... You've like, 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 you've really got to start thinking about like, like, like what books could we create, um, and, and you know, and how we can actually start growing, um, our, our, um, you know, knowledge, right? Because the books allow you to create intellectual property that can be spread for, 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 for life, okay? So we have that. And then number 10, this is the biggest one. This is like out of everything that I do, this is the one that grows the most. So if you're ready, if you're ready, number 10 is being on all social media platforms simultaneously, right? You think, well, John, that's crazy. How do I do that? Well, let's just take audio, for example. You can have, you can have Facebook audio, green room. You can have Instagram audio. You can have, you know, different sort of uh, places on, 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 on different platforms that you're using. And then what happens is when you go live on all, all platforms at the same time, you will see that, you know, it, it, basically you can get multiple simultaneous growth at the same time. 
So, you know, a friend of mine, Jay Shetty, was doing this. He was literally, he's got like, he, at the time, he only had like 20 million, only, 20 million followers. And then he was posting on Facebook and then driving to Instagram and he was, and was pulling a lot of his following over, which I think is, was, was, you know, very interesting. And so I just think right now it's, it's really important that as we start to, to build that following, as we start to build the social media presence, we want to start being present on all platforms. And the way you do that is you drive one to, so here's the sequence, right? So this is what I call social media cross-pollination. You go from Facebook to Instagram, to YouTube, to TikTok, and then you pull that into your list. So now you own the data. Because if Instagram dies tomorrow, bang, your, 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 your following is gone. If Clubhouse goes tomorrow, bang, you're gone. And so the important thing is to, is to make sure that you are always focusing on making sure that you are pulling literally more and more uh, people from one platform to the other. Because when you do that, when you do that, you will then start to cross-pollinate and therefore all social media platforms grow at the same time. And I, again, I do this with Instagram, I do this with Facebook, I do this with YouTube, you know, that you can put the bio links there. And in fact, one really great way to grow on Instagram right now, let me tell you, is content collaborations, right? So step one, find someone who's got a million followers. Step two, create content for them for free, right? And make sure that you, once you create, create the content for free, you send it to them, you say, by the way, I'd love for you to use this content. The only th problem is, or the, or the only thing is, if you use my content, you have to tag me. So imagine a person's got a million followers, they, they tag you in the post, and what happens? Bang! Everybody starts coming in right now, right? And so that's how you grow on, on social media.